0: On this 100 episode of the one-third Two Breeze podcast, we talk Badgers victory over Nebraska the weeks ahead. It's all-star weekend with the NBA. Our takes on how that went with the new game format, skills, three-point, dunk contest, XFL week two. I think we're still in. Major League Baseball still stepping in the Astros trash. Uh, we got a little bit of a things on the internet is back. And of course, everyone's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. All right. Let's start the show. All right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo joined by Casey. Casey, how are we doing tonight?
1: Doing pretty good, Marlo, obviously uh, celebrating All-Star Weekend as it is. Um, game's on now, so, if you know, we get a little uh, tense during this game. which we, You know, we've, we've recorded during games in the past, and, yeah. you know, this is going to be, I guess, as challenging as any of them to kind of keep our emotions in check uh, and, you know, record a professional podcast. Yeah, keep it professional, make sure
0: that the... Uh, emotions don't get too high, don't get too low um, as the <laughs> critical all-star game is going on.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess that's probably already more all-star talk than we wanted to do at the top of the show. Uh, but the schedule's thrown off a little bit, Marlo. Uh, I'm coming back from a sneaky hockey game. I snuck into uh, Madison on you. Didn't tell oh, anybody. Yeah, Last cool. minute, That's s- cool. Sn- <laughs> snuck in, helped fill the coal uh, for the uh, Lady Badgers as they took on Ohio State. Kind of a Last minute uh, trip for us decided we wanted to take the kids to their first uh, Badger event uh, as family. Some friends had some extra tickets. They had somebody drop out of their group and we filled in and snuck in, uh, saw the game, cheered them on to a, a much needed victory, Marlo. They had lost two games in a row for the first time in like over a year. Uh, you know, they're, they're, Place in the top two of the country was at risk. They just dropped uh, from one to two last week. Uh, so tough times. I had to go get my family there, Marlo, and, you know, cheer them on to a victory. They won two to one in 3v3 uh, overtime, which was an interesting experience Yeah, uh, to see and an exciting, exciting game. It was in the Cole Center, which they normally don't play their games there. Uh, and we had seats right behind. Uh, the goal across from the student section, so we were on okay. the the first row of the second level. It yeah. really great, really great seat to watch a game. You just see the whole, you know, ice unfold in front of you. The movement is so much. Hockey is just such a great in person experience.
0: It is, yeah, it is much better in person. Did being in the Kohl's Center watching a hockey game, how much nostalgia did you have? Did you revert back to your
1: student hockey
0: day self at all?
1: I well. I did when the power play came, and I was like ready to do the. I realized how much of the the, the singing and the things were inappropriate when you have yeah. your family around you. Like, oh, that's right. Oh, that that is all just innuendo that they probably don't understand, but nonetheless it's still innuendo. Um, it was great though. Uh, I it just being there made me kind of think like God. I wish I went to more things as a student, like obviously now that I only get back to like a football game a year or, you know, it's, it's much less common for me to get back to games. Uh, I I was kind of leading them like, man, I really missed the opportunity to see lots of really great, you know, athletics when I was there, you know, I obviously went to football games. I went to basketball games, but like I didn't go to I went to hockey my freshman year, but then I didn't get tickets after that for some reason. They won the national championship, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, good. I, don't to, I don't need to run this back. Um, and I like, I didn't go to any women's hockey when I was uh, at school there, and it just, I was just kind of and they regretting won national championships. They won national championships, <laughs> and I was just kind of regretting uh, that I didn't that I didn't do that. Maybe think I should. Uh, I wish I had done that more or lived closer so I could go to these things more often. But that's a different conversation, perhaps yeah. for a different time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, if only you knew someone that lives in Madison where you could I know. Uh, yeah,
1: coordinate shit. coordinate such things. Um <laughs> yeah, but just so have a you know almost 4-year-old and a not even half-year-old. So being there and kind of they still don't obviously the 6 uh, less than 6-month-old doesn't know what's going on, but you know with my my son kind of singing some of the songs, he's you know cheering go red go and stuff and and you know holding him while we sing varsity it was pretty cool. Uh, that was a really neat experience uh, i don't know how much it meant for him but it was really great for, really cool for me so uh that was that was a great experience and w- hockey games women's hockey, hockey games are great uh family things you know you go i think when you think of like uh going to football games it kind of has a different bend to it but i would say yeah. the majority of the people there were families so it was it was, it was yeah. pretty cool it was a pretty cool uh easy tickets to get You know, they're especially when they're in the cold center, I should say, when they're in the cold center trying to fill that up. Um, a lot of season tickets, so I can't recommend that highly enough. And they're good, and they're good, and it's fun. It is fun, yeah. Nice, the hockey game, yeah. We did it.
0: All right. Um, we were shown at the the circus, the circus was in town. Oh, uh, so we saw the elephants, we saw the tigers, we saw all the things, uh, all the things circus. So while you were watching hockey. I was uh see well,
1: circus. good good Aren't thing I didn't tra- good thing I didn't try to invite you to the hockey game cuz yeah. <laughs> we would have yeah. been a conflict anyway so oh it was such a conflict <laughs> bullet dodged. bullet dodged there um, <laughs> are there are there still clowns at circuses or have um, we moved this, on as a society this, from clowns
0: this circus didn't have clowns like in the circus but there were clowns had a well i'm going to put these big air quote clowns there were men in makeup walking around <laughs> in, in the Allied energy center like hallways uh, that were taken for clowns but no clowns in the actual circus
1: interesting we drove past yeah. the Alliant energy center and my wife asked what do they have there like what what was there?" i was like i i think they do like monster truck and stuff there i don't i don't know because none of the <laughs> wisconsin do. athletics is there
0: yeah they do the crossfit games crossfit games
1: Align there you, you go center. i think when go. like wwe comes to town i think they do at the Alliant energy center Stuff like that. Anyway, the circus, I can now answer that the circus was, in fact, there uh, yes. when, when we were there. Concerts that you don't really want to see. Right. Yep. Although the concerts, they were advertising at the Colson. I was like, no, thank you. Don't they share? Share was one of them. And uh, some looked like a teenager who was wearing like emojis on her like costume. I was like, no, thanks. We're not. We're not coming back for those. We're not coming back nice. for those. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, let's move on to the show, Marlo. That was all like, right, that was it. kind of the show, kind of the show, but in the show, stock a little hockey game there. Um. All right. Badger basketball, big road win? Question mark over Nebraska, 64. Uh, uh, I say big because Nebraska is the second worst team in the Big Ten. Uh, so, but it's a road win, and those are hard to come by in the Big Ten. For, I shouldn't even say for Wisconsin, we have some legit road wins, uh, but one you needed to have, as you're kind of looking down, looking down the the end of the season here, this is a game that Wisconsin needed, and they went in, it was a little iffy in the first half, even at the second half it was, uh, Davison hit a three-pointer to put us up 39-38 at the half, but we ran away with it in the second half, of just like the first game in Madison against Nebraska, yeah. winning 81-64. Pretty much a pretty much a carbon copy,
0: um yep. of the A. Madison. Uh, pretty much a carbon copy in my living room where I was just getting mad during the first half, and then they mm-hmm. finally started playing basketball in the in the second half. Um, so yeah, to your point, it I, I you know going into I think we said last week this was a must win, yep. Um, and they, yeah, they went and got it, gave Horbrook his tenth loss in a row. That was fun. <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw the game on TV, but they were trying to make like. He has such all these strong ties to um, to Nebraska. Is like Hoiberg does. Yeah, they were. They were try, it was like it like it was like his grandfather. There was, I don't know, his great grandfather, grandfather coached there, and then like he, some other relative got a PhD there, and they were just really just hammering that home that he's Nebraska, just Nebraska bred. Um, so that was interesting. Davison going off. Uh, Tying the record from made threes. Yep, uh, with in, eight. With eight. Um, some of those were, uh, I'd say, two or three of them when they went up. Out those, there were a lot of what are you doing? Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> type, <laughs> type of shots. But yeah. nevertheless, he had a he, he had a good game. His best Big Ten game of the season. Yep. Uh, also tied a record high for a Big Ten game. So that yeah, that was good to see, and it was really good to see trice um Mm -hmm. not only on the scoring side but also just dishing out dimes, uh making nice passes no look passes putting people in positions to make good plays it was uh that was good to see as well
1: yeah, for sure. Davison, I think, finished uh, with 30, uh, leading, leading the way in the scoring one. And one play that just kind of was emblematic of this game, it was late in the game. The game was probably out of reach, but Nebraska, I think, still had a shot. Shot clock was running down. Trice gets in the peek-and-roll like he often does when shot clock's running down. Uh, I think that it was Potter in the pick and roll but that doesn't really matter. But he goes to the right It is going up for his shot, you know, his kind of like elbow elbow-extended shot, and then he sees the defender cheat towards him, and like he's going up for a shooting motion, and then just flicks it over to Davison in the corner for the three, and he hits both of them, uh, or he hits the shot. Uh, and it was just kind of emblematic of Trice's game and Davison's game, kind of in that one play. And you know, then I could you know breathe a sigh of relief that that the game was over. Uh, and he's, like you said, it was very emblematic of the Wisconsin Nebraska game in Madison to the point where I almost did my uh, splash Badgers again. <laughs> uh, but I wasn't I wasn't quick enough on it to to tweet it out. So um, a road win, Marlo. Uh, we talk about how tough those are to come by in the Big Ten. Uh, is this a a good win, or is it, or is Wisconsin? I don't know, turning a leaf, or do you see improvement, or is it just this is just Nebraska and <laughs> they're not good at basketball?
0: Okay, so I, it, it's a little bit of both, right? It is just Nebraska, but they did they did what they. What a good team would do against a team like Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. Um, stands the first half, even even with the having a one point lead after the first half, they came out of the second half, made the proper adjustments, started getting the ball down low, um, kept the turnovers to a minimum, to a minimum, and you know moved the ball around, did all the things you expect Wisconsin basketball to do, right? Um, and actually executed well. And unlike actually unlike the first game, they once they went up, they did not even give Nebraska a chance to think they can't come back in the game, which was nice to see as well.
1: Yeah, I think the improvements you see on the defensive end um as they were able to limit Nebraska's shooting uh, th- specifically in the second half but but throughout the game. Uh and I think it's just good to see the shot this is a very I don't know, this might sound stupid but it's good to see the shots go in away mm-hmm. from home. Yeah. Right. So even if it is Nebraska, you know, you know you can have this kind of shooting performance almost shooting 50% uh from 3 uh When you're not at home, so I I think there's something to that that like instills a little confidence in in future road games. So something to take away, but it still was Nebraska. Got to do it against some of the better teams. But what you had to have, what you had to have,
0: you had to have. And what were those? Those weren't the Nebraska weren't wearing those uniforms all season, right?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Those were weird. I don't I don't know if they were throwbacks. They didn't say anything about it, but
1: I don't think they were throwbacks. I don't remember. Granted, yeah. not that I've watched much Nebraska basketball in my history, <laughs> but uh, I don't. Know. I thought they were all right. Yeah, the, the okay. end with the the end with the the, 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 with the ball basketball in, in the middle. It was like yeah, a weird right. end.
0: It, it was. It just they looked. I don't know if there was a like CBA of the NCAA. Those were the type of uniforms they was, they would wear.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. They were different. I don't yeah. know. I I thought it, I thought it was clever. Um, but if that's a throwback, that would be. You know, that would make it more funny, I think. <laughs> it <were> more ridiculous. <laughs> uh, if they were throwback. I don't know if they were though. Uh, all right, next week, Marlo. Coming up, we got uh Purdue. or ho- two yep. home games. So yeah. a nice little home stretch here. I think really a revenge chance. Games. A chance, yes, revenge games losing uh at both of these uh schools. Purdue on Tuesday, hosting Rutgers on Sunday. Uh a nice little chance to get some home home wins and Kind of start building momentum. I think if we can win both of these games, uh, not to put the the horse before the apple cart here, but uh, can really get some momentum here going into the end of the regular season, really starting to solidify and build on a real tournament resume.
0: Yeah, I mean, we just got to start stacking wins. We, we only have a few limited chances here to do that. But if you go through, look at the resume, actually have some good quad one wins. Quad two only, like, won't we have we do have a bad loss there into New Mexico on a neutral site? Um, but now it's just we need to stack up wins right now. I think Lenardi has as an eight seed in the Midwest mm-hmm. in his bracketology breakdown as of uh, I think this was before the, our win against Nebraska. So, see if that changes, but nevertheless, I th- um, as long as the wheels don't fall off here we should be in the tournament i think this is about actually getting a uh, you know moving up in that seating to stack up wins here
1: yeah for sure this is, i'm really interested to see these two games because purdue it even more so than wisconsin it's which team shows up yes uh 100%. and they've been showing up basically not at all on the road save i think an indiana game uh, but when they go on the road, they have been struggling. So we need to make sure that we keep them struggling here and kind of hold our serve at uh, on home court. Uh, Nebraska, excuse me, Nebraska. Rutgers very much the same. They are undefeated at home. I think they're seventeen and zero at home uh, with their most recent win over Illinois at home, who was, was playing without their best player. Uh, but I guess still a, a, a win nonetheless. But they're. Under 500 on the road, so two teams that you gotta take advantage of being at home, and then then I think we're starting to earn that eight seed that already has it penciled in. At Um, it's weird, like a lot of respect in the if we if we think kind of towards brackets, a lot of respect for the I guess Wisconsin level teams, Purdue level teams uh, in there, but very little respect for the top end teams. Yeah, like you see very, Maryland very in there so. as like a three. Michigan yep. State, well, now they lost again, but they were like a four. So it was like all uh, they had eleven Big Ten teams in there, but they were all seated like four through ten, which is just, yeah. I guess, shows the depth of the Big Ten. But uh, I don't know. It's, it was just weird because you're like showing this respect for teams that are like about five hundred in the Big Ten, but then the right. team leading it is a three seed.
0: Yeah, no, I thought that. Was, yeah, I thought that was strange as well, but it. I mean, it kind of goes, yeah, we don't have a a powerhouse team, but a. No, it's an elite team. I think it's an elite team. That's the word I look for. Yeah, no elite team, but a bunch of good teams in the Big Ten.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With that kind of segues into our next conversation. Maryland went into uh, East Lansing, uh, the Breslin Breslin Center. Is that what it's called? Um, Went into Tom Izzo's house and beat them. I turned this on, so I watched, I think, the first half, and then I got distracted by something else. And then I came back, and I was like, oh, wow, Michigan State's up like seven. And I don't know. I'm not sure if they scored again in the game. <laughs> 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 uh, basically, uh, Maryland got it close, and then Cohen hit some just dagger threes. I think he hit three in a row. Uh, Maryland ran away with it, and it looks like they're running away with the Big Ten, Marlo, Uh and might be that team, if they keep performing the way they are. They're 11-3 in the Big Ten. Penn State at in second at ten and four. It's just um, weird. very weird, very weird year uh, in in the top of the Big Ten, uh, especially with how the start of the season went. You know, with Michigan and Ohio State just crushing it out of conference, and they're both at five hundred in the Big Ten. Very weird year. Is this the year that Maryland kind of earns their spot in the Big Ten and wins the Big Ten title? Yeah,
0: it appears that way. Um... You know, remember Maryland came in. I don't know a number of years ago. They were supposed to be running away with the with the Big Ten every year. It takes some time. I mean, they had their their tie with Mello Trembo, but um, not to this degree. Yeah, I get, I mean, it's still. It, I mean, still things can happen. It's it, if the water is. It's kind of leveled out since the beginning of the season, where all the uh, home teams were winning. Um, now we're starting to get some road wins in there, but. It's still a pretty. T- I mean, Maryland is up one game on Penn State, and then basically like the middle of the pack, where we're, where the Wisconsin is at three games mm-hmm. from there. So mm-hmm. some things could shift around um, if some you know if some games don't go to as as a quarter plan. But I do. I mean, I look at it and see that it's Maryland's conference to lose.
1: Yeah, I think so. And just kind of comparing the schedules that, uh, as we talk about this, uh, Maryland doesn't have a ranked opponent, but they have. Michigan State, Michigan on their schedule at Rutgers, who we mentioned is undefeated at home. Uh, whereas Penn State has Illinois, who knows if they're, uh, I forget the name of their player who's hurt, I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, and then at Iowa, um, and again, Michigan State. So still, Michigan State, I think, has something to say. I don't know if they're going to turn this around, though. I, yeah, it was a
0: Michigan State. Were well, they lost four of the last five? Some With that uh, one win at Illinois coming in the last second?
1: Yeah, yeah. For their last five, uh, with that last, yep, exactly right. Um, just something seems off there. When I watch them, they're too reliant on Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman, and uh, they're just not explosive. Both great players, but when it comes down to needing a bucket, uh, they just—I shouldn't even put it on them. I don't think it's on them. I think it's they don't have that third guy. That that. Other player who you know that explosive wing player, or something or somebody who can get out from three, they're missing another part to it that would kind of make everything work, and it's just not there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it, it, it if you watch their games, I, I guess I watched, I mean, obviously, watched the both Wisconsin games, watched, yeah, uh, the Illinois game the other night when they're up big and, and lost that, but then ended up winning. It just mm-hmm. seems strange, like, they have a team that you look at times, it's like, wow, this is a great team, they're pretty unstoppable, they have uh, inside, outside, Um, mm-hmm. and then, right, maybe and then when it comes down to crunch time, uh, it doesn't seem like the the defensive rotations are very well, which is very weird for an Izzo, Izzo team. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, yeah, when it comes down to crunch time in the close, close games, you have Winston, but there's not really that other, okay, we can go to someone else and really count on them, Ah uh, game in game out. they have some players that will be hot one game maybe and not so the other game, but yeah, they don't have either that second or third real option every game in and game out
1: yeah, weird team uh weird big Ten season <sighs> feels like feels like Maryland's to Maryland's to lose uh, which is which is weird saying. um all right elsewhere in college basketball Marlowe, are we ready to say the Baylor Bears at twenty three and one? First in the Big Twelve, are they good? Eh, they're okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think, yeah, um, yeah. I guess they're good. I, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like every every was it like every three years Baylor becomes a good basketball team, like yeah. a real good basketball team, and then we're always just disappointed in the end. Um, yeah. So that I guess that's what's keeping me back from it is just revisionist history. Uh that I can't seem to that's I'm sure some staff departments gonna go ahead and go ahead and correct me on, but I don't care. This is my yeah, opinion and well, my show. Yeah, so there you go. d I'm not ready to say Baylor's good.
1: Yeah. I well I'm gonna say they're good this year in college basketball. We talked about a couple weeks ago how there's not really a good team in college basketball so why not baylor bears i think the thing that is weird about them is they don't have like a star there's not like a guy who you can look at they feel a little bit like texas tech last year where it's like yeah culver was pretty good at texas tech but like really it's just like hey they play really good defense force a lot of turnovers it just win games uh they got a game coming up they host kansas again uh, on the 22nd which i think is saturday um let me fact check that. I've got a little calendar app here. Pretty fancy. It is Saturday, confirmed. <laughs> uh, they will be hosting uh, Kansas. Who they beat. They went to uh, Kansas and won 67 55 earlier in the year. But I think that this is, if they, if they win that game, they'll be good either way, right? But I guess when we talk about are they good, are they like a, a one seed, could be favorites to win the tournament. Uh, I don't know that they're there. Grant, I haven't watched a lot of their, a lot of them play, but it just, I just once, nobody's just blown me away this college basketball season, and Baylor's probably done the most that I should respect it, but for some reason I'm still kind of like, eh, I don't know. Um, yeah, agreed. So, all right, Baylor basketball, good job by you. You're probably pretty good. Uh, tw- Twenty-three and one, not doing too bad. Uh, all right, on to the pros, Marlo. It's All, all right. Star Weekend. Uh, quick live check of the game. I don't know. The score's not up. Neither of the two scores are up. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, All right. Let's start out with the competitions. We kind of joked about this last week with Jakub's. How dialed in were you on the competitions? Did they entertain you, interest you at all?
0: Yeah, so from last week, I, I said I was out. And ex- what happened, what I s- thought was going to happen, exactly what happened, I said I was out. It started. I started to get sucked in. I did not... Watch the uh the skills competition at all because i'm never entertained by that <laughs> um because i don't know it just doesn't entertain me took part in the three-point contest and then the dunk contest they waited to the finals to get involved in that um yeah but overall with the three-point and dunk contest and we can go into it a little bit but it's i was i was entertained especially that that three-point contest came down to the last shot that first um the first round, I mean, it was a little invested because I wanted to see Levine obviously move on to the finals. Um yeah. but they were just they were, uh, that first round they were just it was pretty wild. I think it was 26, 27, 27 that went on to move to the finals. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a hell of a sh- shooting.
1: Yeah, the skills competition. I, I was I was tuned in for Chris Middleton, and then he lost to I can't even remember Zabonis, and then I was out. No, no uh <laughs> it was weird that it was a bonus in bam. Uh in the finals. It was too uh, uh, you know, too big men in the yeah. finals, uh, which was pretty uh I guess anu- it felt unusual. Felt like you should have more guards in there, but, but that's not what happened. It was it was fine. I don't know. Uh then went on to three point contest. I really like the three point contest. I think it's just it's interesting to see it's something like i can relate to like as far like i can't relate to the dunk contest i've never dunked in my life (laughs) but i can relate to a three point contest and kind of seeing watching it and seeing seeing these sharpshooters out there uh i was surprised Trey young did so poorly (laughs) yeah so that was that was kind of weird um although he was the first one out there to give high fives to everybody um the defenders of the 95 96 NBA season would not like how much (laughs) Everybody seemed to be getting along at All-Star Weekend, I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> so, so we might have to talking about that in a minute. Um, yeah, for sure. So speaking of that, what did you think about the Mountain Dew? I don't know if this is the first. I don't know if I remember watching it last year, but they threw in the two Mountain Dew shots or whatever yeah. that were worth three. And I know the the money rack is not new, but what do you think about those kind of additions to the traditionals of, you know, the glory years of NBA? Where you can have you can choose where your money rack is. It's a full money rack and the two Mountain Dew shots.
1: Uh, I'm fine with the money rack. That's I I I thought it was the last one. I just that seemed to be where it was most of the time, as as I was watching. And the farther shots, that's I think that's a great innovation because that's where your people are shooting from. So it's true. Add, add to it that you, you take a step back and, you know, the sponsorships were a bit much as it was like the Mountain Dew three-point contest and the Taco Bell dunker whatever the heck it was. It's a bit much, uh, yeah. but I like the deeper one because we're seeing that now in the NBA. And part of shooting threes is as far as if you're going to be a sharpshooter uh, or consider a shar- sharpshooter is being able to hit from that range like Damian Miller, Steph Curry. You know, that, that adds an element to three-point shooting that we didn't have before. And and have now, so I think that reflects the game the game pretty well uh, for that. And then the the rack, sure, whatever, that's fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. I always thought it was at the end. Yeah. Well, they get to choose,
0: and most of them put it at the end. There was a couple that put yeah. it at the top of the key. Um, that's right. Yeah. think it no, makes the
1: most sense, but
0: yeah, it definitely makes it more exciting because you still, especially the you know, if you have it at the end there, you pretty much have a chance, uh, no matter where you are. So that's nice. Yeah. Um. Cool three point. Right. And then yeah, coming it down to the last shot for Buddy Hill. Uh that was yeah. exciting. Uh having that go up and then go in. That was
1: yeah, it was a, it was a good three point contest. It was good. I, I I enjoyed it. Um on to the dunk contest, Marlo. Yeah. I was in it from so I mi- most mostly the start. I think I I started with uh Connaughton, who for some reason DJ Khaled did not know how to pronounce his name, <laughs> which I understand. Um <laughs> Like you knew he was gonna be there, like just like type it into Google and hit you know, it, and it'll tell you, and it'll say anyway. DJ Khaled didn't know how to say his name. Um, he got screwed in the in the first round, uh, which I think ended up being okay because um Jones Junior was pretty good in the final round, and I don't know that Pat would have been as good in the final round. But I thought he did. I guess from a buck standpoint, and just kind of rooting for him. Um. I thought he did great. His, his dunk where he tapped it off of the backboard in, in, I think was underappreciated. His mm-hmm. first dunk was absolutely unappreciated because he got screwed on that scoring there, which prevented him from going to the finals. But I thought he did for, he jumped dressed up as white man. Can't jump. That was hilarious. Um, yeah,
0: I see that one coming.
1: And so that was, I thought he did great. He, you know, didn't win obviously. Uh, but I thought he represented himself and the bucks. Well, um, as for other dunks, it's well. I guess I do, how do you want to look? Do you want to talk about early and uh, Dwight Howard not doing great, or do you just want to go right to the end?
0: Well, I could. We, I mean, the uh, Dwight Howard not doing great. I don't. That was you could see that coming from a mile away, <laughs> dude. Seven feet. He was doing the same dunks, the yeah. same, same. I'm gonna put on the cape thing that he's already done two other times, maybe three. Um, yeah. So that was we could have saw that coming a far away. To your point, your guy, um, there was, I think his dunks were, like you said, underappreciated because they were very technical. Yeah. Like, as someone that can, you know, someone could look at that and it doesn't, it's not as aesthetically pleasing, but if you look at how technically, how, what it takes to do that dunk, it's uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, that didn't come through in the dunk as, which usually don't, to be honest. With right. You. Sure. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I think I'd rather talk about every dunk. I guess my favorite dunk was uh Aaron Gore Air, uh Eric Gordon, Aaron Gordon's Aaron Gordon, yeah. Aaron Gordon's off the side of the backboard 360 yeah. catch up with one hand 360 that to me that was that was it right there. Um and I figure he should have won the dunk contest. I think he got <laughs> screwed again. again yeah. Again for the second time.
1: Yeah, that was uh so I guess going back to Dwight Howard uh they gave him like a 49 or something for the superman dunk which was uh kind of partially because hey look it's Dwight Howard putting on the Superman coat and then he also had uh 24 on his chest so I thought there was a little bit of an emotional like towards Kobe Bryant yep. uh, thing there and then that just kind of threw off the scoring like if you give that a 49 or 47 or whatever it was like yeah. which it, it wasn't even an impressive Outside of the theatrics, the actual dunk itself was impressive. So, like, how do you grade other dunks? It kind of threw everything off. And then they were just giving out fifties for everything. A lot of them were really good. I agree with you that Aaron Gordon's dunk um, off the back, off the side of the backboard, windmill was was the most innovative and coolest. I felt like there was a lot of people having people come out and hold the ball on the back yeah. of their head which I was surprised at a lot of between the leg dunks. I think every one of Jones's dunks was a do something, then go between the legs. Except his last time his Jordan type dunk. Um, But the one that should have won it was when Aaron Gordon brought out taco fall, uh, who is seven five and wearing (laughs) striped pants, uh, brought him out and it went up and dunked over him and everybody goes nuts. Uh, Jones had previously before this. Jones did the Jordan dunk. He but he went a foot inside the free throw line, and you just felt him go shoot. I didn't jump far enough. I lost the dunk contest. He was kind of disappointed with his dunk. He still got a he got a forty eight, I think, um, off of it because it was still Freaking impressive. But like he kind of knew I need to do something special that wasn't special enough. Gordon brings out Taco Fall. Dunks over this man who's seven feet, five inches tall, and this wasn't planned, just thought of it in in the moment. Everybody goes nuts. I I don't remember if it was Reggie Miller or um, Kenny who says, you dunk over Taco, you win the dunk contest. Marv (laughs) Alberts loses his mind going, he's seven feet, five inches. (laughs) Everybody's going nuts, and the score comes up, and it's 47, and he loses the dunk contest. It was baffling. It was absolutely baffling. And it's Dwayne Wade's fault. And he's... He, he, he blew it. He... I think this was a joke I read on Twitter. I forget who said it. Uh, there needs to be a congressional investigation into Dwayne Wade's... Judging of this contest because he screwed Pat Connaughton and he screwed Aaron Gordon out of winning the dunk contest. Because it came out that they said everybody's going to vote and give him a tie. Right, because this was so cool and we don't want anybody to win, even though Aaron Gordon should have won. So I don't know why you were doing the tie thing. But they all wanted to do a tie. So they all voted the same for Aaron Gordon, except for Dwayne Wade, who voted a 9 instead of a 10. Dang. What team does Jones play for? The Miami Miami Heat. Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting. Congressional investigation. Connecting the dots. Get... What's the guy? Mitchell. The Mitchell report. <laughs> Get the Mitchell report guy on this.
0: <laughs> yeah, yo, know, that was that was well. And all he not only dunked over Taco. You sometimes they bring these guys out and people jump over them with like got the hand on them and they're pushing up. Yeah. Aaron Gordon jumped over Taco. Um grabbed the ball out of the back of his head and, and jumped over him. And by the way, not only is wearing t- striped pants, he had a, a extra long coat. Which yeah. is also impressive for a 7.5. five.
1: <laughs> Interesting, yeah. I, yeah. Probably, probably not off the rack. <laughs> probably probably had to get, probably had to get that one custom, yeah. custom made. Yeah, so yeah, probably.
0: I mean, overall, very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. uh, dunk contest. I, I'm was. not going to go as far as say the dunk contest is back, but yeah. that was it was. Um, it's been it's up
1: from the last couple of years. I think this shows it's still worth checking in on. Yes. Don't get too excited about it, but like. Check in see if it see if it's worth it or not. Uh, Aaron Gordon says he's done now. He's been robbed twice <laughs> uh, <laughs> of winning it. Uh, I guess I feel bad. It's weird to feel like he should have been. I guess recognized in in some regard. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would I wouldn't say it's fact. If just go out on the Twitter find there's like a, a one minute long video of the dunk contest, and this is kind of the point I made last week. Like just watch that. And it's it's awesome, um, just because you see all the dunks in a row. I'd like to go to Dunk Contest live. I think it would be yes. an incredibly different experience. Yeah, it just it is. because you watch it on TV and you're like, yeah, okay, but you know he kind of did that. But I bet live, <clears throat> you see a guy take off from near the free throw line. It just feels like he's just floating. I, that has to be so cool. It doesn't really come across uh, as much on TV. When I think about like dunks I see on TV versus like when I'm at a game and you know Giannis is driving the lane and then shoots a you know or, or dunks it like feels amazing and you watch it on TV it's like okay that was pretty cool so <laughs> it'd be
0: yeah yeah you should get to one you know your boy was in uh, was two time dunk contest participant Illinois high school humble not to brag yeah yeah
1: well, oh. Got rob- probably robbed twice. Of uh, I got uh, robbed thing.
0: twice. I got yes. robbed twice. Actually, I got robbed once. There go. Rookie year, didn't know what I was doing. Senior year, I got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. Uh, I'm into the game, Marlo. We're kind of recording during it. Um, I guess let's... It, we're actually coming down on the final. The target score is 157. Uh, as yep. we talk here, the game might end. Um, so let's start with the... Quarter scoring, so the mm-hmm. um, each quarter was scored independently, and then the winner of that quarter got a hundred thousand dollars towards their charity. Um, it was actually pretty cool. Yeah,
0: I was going to say it, we, I think we dogged it last week, but having the, the kids there on the sideline mm-hmm. um, and all that, I think that made it better. Uh, you know, just visually having having them play for the for the kids right there, that was it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I think it added something to the all-star game where you normally don't have any real uh anything really at stake during the game uh so that so that was pretty neat um and i guess then the next the rule is the race to 157 as it turns out here 24 more points than whatever ended the fourth quarter it seems like they care it seems like it matters and there's a thing to root for, a, a score to go to. It feels better than the end of a normal All Star game. Yeah, these
0: guys are out here playing. There's I've, in these since the uh, the target since the fourth quarter. I've seen more free throws go on in an All Star <laughs> game than I've ever seen before. Uh, yeah. So like, yeah. So now James Harden, he's all in this game uh, since they're actually going to call <laughs> fouls and he can drive and they're going to get him. And then and then Kobe. I mean, not Kobe. Excuse me. Sorry, uh, LeBron. Uh is back to arguing with refs at every call. Yeah. Uh, so now you know it's a game.
1: Giannis just blocked LeBron. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. All-star you game, all-star game is Life. back. Oh, All- did they count the basket? I don't know. Was it, I didn't see the score. Before Here you, he you go.
0: Yeah, this is all-star Oh, they're game reviewing it.
1: They're reviewing it in an all-star game. <laughs> this is amazing. He definitely pins it, right? Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Wow. Factor. So That's pinned.
1: That's pinned. That's a great block. Fantastic. Um, I like it. It it worked out. I think better than, uh, but ba- obviously better than we thought. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it will work all the time, but it it made the all-star game. I think more interesting. Made people care. It you definitely could tell in the, at least in the second quarter. Um, yeah. Team Giannis came out and were like, we lost the first quarter. We're gonna win a quarter, and and they did. Uh, I don't know who won the other quarters after that because we start recording. But <laughs> I feel no. they, they won the second one, and they seemed a little bit more motivated in that quarter. Uh, so that was. That was pretty cool. Uh, so that was all Star Weekend, Marlo. Yeah, all Star Weekend. That's Excited fantastic. to get back to the regular season.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to go. Um, oof! Yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's see what happens. It should. I think it's going to be a more interesting playoffs. Um, but I, th- I think we know who's going to be in the finals. Like we said, I think it's, it will be Milwaukee and some form of LA team. Not not determined yet, but I think yeah. it'll be a fun. It'll be a fun playoffs.
1: Yeah, I, I think it'll be fun regular season, I don't know how much intrigue there is in that. Uh, I think as a Bucks fan, you're just kind of going, we should be in the finals. We should get there. We got to get out and do the work, though. You know, you got to win those, that the second-round game against, uh, you know, a Boston or Philadelphia, and you got to win that conference championship. You know, just kind of take it each step as you can. Make sure you get the work done. Uh, and in the West, it'll be... Basically, will there be an upset of the L.A. teams? Yeah. Will a Denver or a Utah or Houston's crazy gimmick, will it actually work uh, to see that? So I'm maybe not so excited for uh, – hot. They called it a block. Nice. Um, nice. Maybe not so excited for the rest of the regular season. I'll enjoy it as a Bucks fan, but as far as, like, dialing into everything, probably we'll touch base again in the playoffs. <laughs> 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 this podcast goes oh. – uh, yeah, there's Ninja. He's front row. Weird. Okay. Is
0: uh, that it for All Star? What? Who's front row? Ninja.
1: Oh really? Interesting. Yeah. 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 I saw uh Kim and Kanye. They're both wearing yeah. huge fluffy coats. Huge coats indoors. Yeah. Huge. Heat must And not sunglasses. Well, Kanye was wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Um, and like during the dunk contest, Markel Fultz came out there, and he's wearing a puffy coat. It's like you're in a stadium. Like, aren't, Don't they take their coats off? Hey, there's or, ice under there. It could be cold. That's true. That's fair. That's a good point. Ice <laughs> under there. It's like Wisconsin basketball. It's the, you play it like 50 degrees, so the other team's cold. All right. Um, oh, drawing charges. Oh, come on. Make the call. Make the call. Oh, they did call it. Fantastic. They call the uh, charge in the All-Star game. Yes. This is this is the this is the best. All right, let's watch the end of this, Marlo. I'm gonna take a break. All right, so it looks like the All Star game works, Marlo. Uh, at least was more most entertaining. I think I've been in an NBA All Star game probably ever. So yeah,
0: it, it was good. It was a good ending. The format worked, uh, and this probably proves why we don't run an actual uh, professional league because we don't know
1: what we're talking about. Well. Remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. Yeah. yeah. Until just we're the, put in charge.
0: Just the NBA. Just the NBA. Although. maybe We probably could have came up with something even more entertaining. Let's be real. No. There was a low bar. There was a low bar.
1: Not, I'm not ready to concede that. That's all I'm saying. Not ready to concede. If anybody wants to put us in charge of literally anything, just really anything. We're <laughs> <laughs> all game. Speaking of setting low bars. Literally if <laughs> us are in charge of anything, it probably will be a disaster, but maybe it won't. But maybe it won't. All right. Speaking of things that are probably, maybe not going to be disasters, Marlo, I'm the XFL.
0: XFL. You're still in. You're two. still in. I'm still in. All right. I'm still in. And you, you know why? You know why this is because I think it's it's on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So that's it's big. always like Saturday. I did, obviously, I was watching the Badger game and then there was yeah. the DC and New York game that was going yeah. at the same time. So I flipped over and it was the middle of third quarter. Um, pretty decent game dc was or was blanking uh the guardians yeah. of new york and um <laughs> matt mcgloy wasn't having a great game no i uh, <laughs> was not happy was, being interviewed about it either <laughs> no no and i <laughs> and the best part was the actually this is a, this is the it was a great part where they had the open mics and he was talking to the oc or the, he was talking to the head coach or the oc whatever but he was just yeah. Just throwing people under the bus with the open mic, and I thought that was fantastic. Um, that was fantastic, uh, but was a wasn't a thrilling game. But there's two two first efforts in that game, Casey. Okay, for the XFL. Uh, all of week one, no one utilized the double forward pass rule that you could use in the XFL, and the uh, DC did it two times in that game. It right, was. So you can, do two forward, forward pass. you can do two forward passes in a play, as long as you don't go past the line of scrimmage, right?
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, I didn't realize but you still can't
1: right. go past the line of scrimmage. You can't throw, like, a five-yard out, and right. then, like, that guy right. can't throw it down the field. Right.
0: So, for example, their first one was, it was the, it was, uh, you know, it was like the pop pass, right? It was okay. the, Cordell got the pack, did the pop pass, was so coming on the jet sweep. Yeah. And he threw that he threw that lateral. He threw a lateral back to Cardell who then threw a forward pass like and was like a 15-yard game. Game. Oh, Um it was pretty interesting because I think last week you don't no one really knew how to how to incorporate <laughs> I shouldn't say last week but no one just did it, right? Yeah. So, ruled it out. so and then also on Gosh. the first ever DC was the first team to try a three-point conversion. Yeah. Um which they also Same did a double so. pass on, but that didn't it didn't end up working. they tried it not completed uh, why they did it nobody knows because they would, still would have been a three possession game even if they would have made it <laughs> so whatever gotta put it on tape uh, I guess. if
1: if NFL coaches can't figure out the one point and two point conversions, how are we going to expect these guys to figure out <laughs> one, two, or three at any given time? Uh, I can't even imagine the spreadsheet that that would print out. <laughs> when <did> you, when <laughs> to do what? That would be that'd be brutal. Yeah. I think uh, the Wildcats converted a, a, a three-point one on did they? Sunday. Oh, on Sunday? I I think uh, yeah. I, missed it. Um, I, I mean, people at two and zero, Marlo. People are already asking: Is this DC Defenders the best XFL team ever? Yeah,
0: no, I, it is. I, people I are asking, probably people are asking that. People, <laughs> people are asking that. They got cup snakes that are being made in the stands that are, oof. I don't know, probably the longest cup snakes ever. Um, you have an electric quarterback in Cardell Jones, who yeah. is playing very well. Um, I'll go out. I'll put the take out the, out there. Cordell Jones will be in the NFL next year. He uh, he hasn't lost the game, Casey. Did you know that he's not lost true. a game? I mean. He's lost a game.
1: If, if he goes, if he, yeah, if if he can not lose a game in the NFL, I think he might find a starting job. Um, the play where he kind of got tackled and then f- put the ball down to brace himself and then fumbled and somehow like scrambled to his feet, picked up the ball, and then threw it, like 15 yards <laughs> on field was amazing. <laughs> like that was such a dumb play, <laughs> but he pulled it off. Uh, he's been the most fun, I think, of of anything in the XFL is watching him play. And obviously that brings back bad badger memories, but like yes, he was electric for that. Whatever month he played in college football or whatever the <laughs> hell it was. Yeah, it was amazing. And then obviously he didn't catch up with an NFL team, but to see him out there, he's just running around. He's just slinging the ball around. It's, he's, it's fun. It's, that's been the most fun I've had watching. Uh, some of the other quarterbacks kind of tough to watch, but Cardell yeah. Jones, Yes, count.
0: Good to watch. Matt LeBlanc, fun to watch pout uh, pout on the sideline, though.
1: Yeah, I never thought it was going to really work out with him. So, <laughs> <laughs> makes makes sense. Makes sense. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, other Saturday game was the Seattle and Tampa Bay. Hmm. Uh, Seattle loves football, Casey. Do that. That's they still they're playing in the link, and apparently the link is still loud. <laughs> With the, with the XFL, because mm. they, just like every Seattle game, every Seahawks game, they talked about that every play, how loud it gets in that stadium. Mm. Um, it's
1: almost as if there's something mm, artificial pumped into the stadium. Could, yeah, maybe. Some, some people are asking that as well.
0: People are asking that. Seattle loves their football. Uh, what we didn't get to last week in that Tampa Bay game, um, McAvoy plays in the Tampa Bay team. He, yeah. he actually... Caught a ball. So he's in the stat sheet. So yeah, I think his stat
1: last week was that he missed a tackle. <laughs> that was his stat. Yeah. Tough job so, him. There you go. And yeah, a couple of former badgers. Darius Hillary's out there. I think he's on he was in the Guardians. I yeah. think the other two are in the Guardians. Not a good showing from the Guardians this week. They no. played Cardinal Jones. That's not fair.
0: Yeah, not fair. The That's best, fair. best XFL quarterback ever. Yeah. Um people are saying. People are saying we're getting that. <laughs> Get that started Yeah so t- uh, Seattle over Tampa Bay Mark Trestman picks up Ryrie left off In his head coaching career um, <laughs> Yeah With the offense being stagnant Finding ways to lose And not putting people In the right situations To make plays uh, So th- there's your XFL report For, for the week Yeah Mark missed- Trestman
1: Versus Jim Zorn Was like another level of like <laughs> Just Sadness in coaching Like they just felt Jim Zorn uh, To be fair it seems like the nicest guy in the world. After they lost last week, he was so nice to his team. And then I mean, this week, he was the same level of nice. Yeah. It's just like, like okay, I I, sh- I guess I want this guy to be my boss, yeah. But, like, I don't know that I want him to be my football coach. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, pastor at my church, sure. He's very nice. Sure. Yeah. sure. Football coach, we're going out, we're seeing life and limb. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting fired up for this guy. Sell me auto insurance, sure. Anyway, Mark yeah. Trussman. Mark Trussman. I just, you know, half of me wants him to do well, just because I know that would annoy the Bears fans. The other half of me wants him to do poorly because I know that would annoy the Bears fans. So I guess I'm in a win-win, right? <laughs> no matter what happens, <laughs> Bears so fans good. will be annoyed.
0: I mean, it's just it's just funny at this it's point. Great. I mean, yeah. I mean, he failed at he failed at uh. In Baltimore, and then as an OC, and now he gets his head coaching job, yeah. and it's just it's just awful, and it's funny, and stuff. Now you get to hear him talk more though. After, <laughs> yeah, yeah. After week one, I forgot to report this. Did you see that Los Angeles oh, okay. fired their DC? <laughs> the they did, yeah. So didn't yeah. work out so, for the L. Not playing around, man. You, yeah, it did not work out. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta come, you gotta come correct every week. Otherwise, you're on the hot seat.
1: They just started. Like, how can... <laughs> You'd be like, "This is the guy I want to work for me." We have one bad game; he's fired. The franchise literally just found it. I don't understand how. Like, <laughs> you can? You, does do That's they need wild. an out? Do they need like a scapegoat? It was a week one of the XFL. I don't understand.
0: Yeah, man. I, well, was, I, you know you know how hard it is to talk radio in L.A. Uh, <laughs> they're super hard in their football teams out there. So Yeah, yeah.
1: You know. There's a deep fan base there, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, uh, XFL, we're still kind of in. Yeah, still kind of you're, in. I think you're right that the Saturday-Sunday thing is important because – so, well, first of all, Saturday was just a perfect – like. so I started out my day, Liverpool, into Badger football – or Badger, excuse me, Badger basketball, into XFL football, into other college basketball. Uh, like, it just kind of rolled right through my sports day uh, and was part of that. And I think if you can just be on when there's lulls in the calendar, in kind of the weekend, yeah, you know, there's a chance you catch a game on Saturday, a game on Sunday. I think that will keep me tuned in a little bit. Not every game. Like, I'm not watching it over Badger basketball. I'm not watching it over... Uh, I think the other one was Andre. On was it Andre, Michigan State, Maryland? I wasn't watching over that, but like, right. If it's Kansas versus Oklahoma State, I'm probably watching the XFL.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, 100%. Just, yeah, just being able to be on and be able, oh, as I'm flipping through the like five channels I have and it's there, mm-hmm. I'm good.
1: Yeah. I think that was a good job by them. All right. All right. On to baseball, Marlo. Yes and the the Astros emphasis on the first half of that um that word, "My God, are they stepping in it? I mean, I've thought about a couple ways of how this is gonna go, and I don't think I've settled in one, so this might be just kind of all over the place, but so the week starts out. Pitchers and catchers reported. Baseball is back. Everybody is in the Midwest is very excited. They get to at least see pictures of warm weather. Uh which which is always very exciting. Um you get to see, you know, baseball for the first time, and you get to start thinking like maybe this year is our year, as every baseball fan tricks themselves into thinking every year. Um the Astros owner, Jim Crane, I think it is, uh, came out, had a press conference, and Altuve and Korea, I think, gave uh, canned thirty-minute talks, which basically were more or less like something bad happened. We're moving on, and they're <laughs> really non-apologies. Just like we acknowledge that things happened, we're excited for we're excited for this year. P.S. We won the World Series. Um, and then the <laughs> owner comes out and gives the most disjointed press conference. I mean. He basically came out and said, what we did didn't impact the games. And then 30 seconds later was asked why it didn't impact the games. He said, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> basically said, yeah, we probably cheated, but we won we would have won the world series anyway. Cause we were that good. And basically. So from that press conference, that was a disaster from then on. Players have from the Astros have come out, and Correa's demanding that Fires, who's the whistleblower, and this, like, apologize and say specifically that certain players didn't cheat, which how would he even know that? How would he even be able to say, I know for certain that Altuve didn't cheat? And then I think, I don't know if it was Correa, but it was another player came on in Astros gear and was like, learn your facts before you come at me with these accusations And I got to be honest, Marlo, I did not expect the Astros to go full on FU mode and just basically be like, you owe us an apology for cheating. (laughs) I cannot believe it. I literally cannot believe the hubris of this organization, of these players, to cheat and win World Series and be in another World Series and come out and act like they're the good guys. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it's penetrated all ways. Everyone, everyone's weighing in. I think kind of the <clears throat> one of the biggest things that's come up is that a lot of, I guess not a lot, but a few players around the league kind of knew about this was mm-hmm. going on. Um, just from yeah, just from hearing it from words of mouth, um, and then all of a sudden it just came out. So I mean, that's kind of tricky there. Obviously, like you know, <laughs> like you said, it is interesting tactic of coming out with their uh, their chest out. Banging yeah. their chest like, uh, you know, this is, this is it. But yeah, I think, I mean, the story's not gonna go away. It's gonna be, no. it's gonna be with us all season. God forbid Astros actually like be good um, <laughs> going down the stretch, and then we'll have a whole, you know, whole new investigation or people asking questions. Uh, but it should be should be pretty interesting. And way to go, Dusty. Way to way to get a a, a nice nice supreme job that has no distractions.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to hold off time with us in a minute because it's a, a weird spot that, that he is in. Um, also, more Altuve stuff came out. Uh, so, obviously, the big kind of spotlight is on his. Celebration or lack thereof when he hit the home run off of Chapman in the ALCS and then holds his shirt together, then runs to a dugout and changes his shirt and comes back out. He originally said it was because of some, he would be embarrassed or his wife didn't want to see him with his shirt off, which is ludicrous. And then Correa recently in the interview said he had a really terrible tattoo that is nowhere to be seen on any pictures of him without his shirt on after that game. Uh, tattoos are relatively permanent, Marlo. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, as somebody who has tattoos, as you are, I think you're aware. Um, yep. Yep. Absolutely ridiculous. And yet, they're they're going out. Dusty Baker, uh, Marlo, he's coming in, and now he is asking, nay, demanding that MLB step in and protect the Astros players, who the MLB have put in this position because they didn't penalize the players themselves. If they come out, if MLB comes out, and punishes players for throwing at Astros players. I mean, it's that's that's mayhem. I mean, that's going to be absolute absolute mayhem. I, I can't imagine how everybody everybody in baseball is so pissed off at the Astros that they didn't get punished, and now you're going to punish players for retaliating. I can't. I can't imagine a world in which that goes over well in the 29 other locker rooms.
0: Are there are there other bets right now? Is there an over under and how
1: many how many peg Astros there will be this year? I don't know. That would be a fantastic number. Um, I mean, you got to think at least one a game. <laughs> yeah, this is a hundred.
0: You okay. just put in a guy
1: to put. I mean, it's. I, I honestly, I think I honestly think MLB did the players somewhat of a disservice by not penalizing them because now. Players will think, well, no, they didn't get punished. They were the ones who did this. Um, I don't know. I don't know how. What else you do besides throwing them? And that's where, that's how baseball works. That's how it is. I don't know. I understand Dusty Baker saying this, right? Like he's coming in fresh. Like he didn't do this. He has to protect his. I get him saying that, but like, it's it's a ridiculous position that the MLB has put itself in, and has put. Uh, the Astros in by not punishing them. He, they should have, we talked about this when the first came down and I'm even more adamant that your initial take on how weak sauce this uh, punishment was. I was kind of like, Oh, you know, it sends the message. And I think as things trickle out, it clearly did not send the message and baseball should have done more to punish the Astros. Yeah. And you, I think you see the frustration with uh, Bellinger came out, Spitting gas, uh, Chris Bryant as well uh, was very, basically, you know, calling them cheaters and, and asking for, you know, saying, I'm not saying Chris Bryant specifically said this, but uh, players in general have been kind of like, it's tainted, they cheated. And a lot more people coming out uh, have, been, have been saying that, uh, which was, I don't know, I, I feel like refreshing to see players saying it, um, but at the same time, they're just feeling the frustration, right? There yeah. wasn't sufficient punishment. Ooh. Um, that's all I got. All right. My rant's
0: done. Rant over? Yeah. All right. Um did you see the little league teams getting involved? Uh apparently <laughs> I did in California. Yes, yeah, Little Leagues in California will not allow teams to be called the Astros. Uh, because how are they going to, you know, those are kids that Show an example of not cheaters, by having cheaters across their chest. So congrats to them. Uh, No Astros in the Little League. I'm sure there's other ones across the country, but, you know, you just can't have that. It'd be a real shame to give give kids
1: Astros jerseys. That's uh, right. For the Little League team. Thank you for protecting the children. Yes. Um, And that's, you know, all we really want is people think of the children, Marlo. Yeah. If they they did that, they would probably not use buzzers for – off-speed pitches. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly.
0: Oh, all right, so Astros, Don, Casey, bringing back segment, Things on the Internet.
1: Yeah, we're um, on there. We're on the Internet.
0: Yeah, we're on the Internet, so that's some things. Uh, so I can't believe this happened. Phenomenon that happened earlier in the week, uh, so it's definitely old news now, but it was super ridiculous. I don't know if you saw it coming out with the broomstick challenge. Okay. Did, did you participate in this?
1: <laughs> um, no. per- for sure, I don't, didn't do anything. My God,
0: I didn't go down the rabbit hole. I just kept seeing people posting about it, and then I knew it was over when I turned on the morning news, and it was like uh, the Today Show was talking about. It. I was like, that's when you know the trend's over. Wow! Um, but apparently, like, Marla watches the Today Show. Watch out, <laughs> humble brag. <laughs> I
1: watch the Today Show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like to be informed in the morning. What that's all we So. Yeah,
0: apparently you can put a broomstick, like a like a regular broom, yeah. like a house broom, and stand it up on its bristles. Some story about the way the earth is tilted, and people were standing these up and putting their cameras around, like, oh, my God, it's standing up. And it was all over, Casey. I don't believe you didn't see any of this, let alone
1: try it. Can't it can't have anything to do with how the earth is tilted. <laughs> it cannot be true. It's such a minute turn. Uh... <laughs> I definitely can guarantee, I guarantee you, my broom doesn't do that. Is that the whole thing that then we're all just idiots trying to stand up a broom? And yes. That it tricks us that into was, standing up the room?
0: Does it? Everyone's just sitting there trying to
1: stand up a broom. And we're all idiots? God. Yeah. <laughs> I was, think we've peaked as a society, Milo. This yeah. is one of those. We've done it.
0: We have created the internet. We have created yeah. powerful phones to take amazing videos so that we could put yeah. things on the internet. We built So we built, many g- great minds have come to us to get to this point, and this is what we do with it.
1: Yeah. We built the pyramids. We went to the moon. We tried to stand a broom for a half hour <laughs> just so we could be on the internet. Yes. Exactly. God. Ugh. All right. I don't want to be depressed about that. All right. <laughs> all right. So, Other things on the internet, Marlo, that I didn't understand. Uh, the Barso guys were all over about this guy who's just chugging beer. This is... He's just a guy, a zillion beers. He just chugs beer, and it's fun. <laughs> yeah, is that's it? He, is that what he does? That's what he, that's what he does. <laughs> just, he chugs beer better than us, so he's famous on the internet. Yeah, allegedly, man. Allegedly, allegedly better than us. Yeah,
0: we haven't put anything out there. Um, yeah, no. I that don't, is nor, well. nor do I
1: think that's a good career move. <laughs> I should say <laughs> it's probably not, not, a, great... it's
0: not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of longevity in that career. Um, yeah,
1: I yeah. It's... <laughs> Probably poses but, some health risks,
0: <laughs> but yeah, this guy trucks beer. They latched on; uh, all the fans have latched on. And it's gone. Yeah, you're right. It's gone everywhere. I think I just saw—I guess—saw I a tweet from Bud Light, uh, <laughs> like trying to d- get as many tweets as possible for this design—a can for z- a zillion uh, wow. can—and yeah. and get that going. So, yeah, I mean, let alone th- they are a sponsor of them, so that's not that crazy.
1: Yeah, but, but still, yeah. And the TikTok girls at All Star Weekend, which we didn't mention. All Star Weekend, that was annoying. Yeah, TikTok t- t- girls. You on TikTok, Casey? No, I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> I don't even have Instagram. I don't have Instagram. I feel like I'm out of times. That big big TikToker. Uh, Giannis big TikTok-er. has TikTok. I've seen. Well, I've seen people have tweeted his TikTok things. <laughs> so as long as people keep doing that, I don't. I don't think I need to get TikTok. They right. just. They just tweet. The good tiktok things so it's like yeah yeah people are curating uh, my tiktok feed i have like, a
0: feeling if you if you'd spent like five minutes scrolling through tiktok you would just be shaking your fist at it like why am i doing
1: this yeah i'd so. probably like i'd be ron swanson just throw the internet into the into the trash can Yes, i walk outside internet it's not in my house anymore <laughs> wow that's how that's how the internet works i'm pretty sure you can yeah. so you can literally throw it in a trash can and it will it's... not be there anymore
0: Pick it up, take it out of the trash, don't need this anymore.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it works.
0: All right, so that's where we are. Uh, that's things <laughs> on the internet.
1: Let's check
0: it on the internet. <laughs> seeing
1: really old about it. <laughs> Fantastic. On the internet. That's a good segment.
0: Yeah, great segment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but now we'll get to the greatest segment oh, that boy. everybody's been waiting for. This is even the best stuff on the internet today. Oh, Casey's yeah. Corner Kick.
1: Yeah, you don't want to throw the internet away after this, let me tell you. Uh, Cora Kick. What a weekend it was, my We talked about my weekend. It got kicked off with Liverpool winning 1 0 over Norwich. Uh, a game that Liverpool has held scoreless for 80 ish minutes, something like that. And I was, this whole time, I was just watching Norwich's last place in the Premier League. Liverpool, obviously, first place in the Premier League. And I'm just like, is this going to be the second team to take points off Liverpool all season? It'll be Man United in the last place team are the two teams that haven't lost to Liverpool. But no, Sadio Mane came on in the uh, second half and had just an amazing goal. Just an exquisite touch. Uh, Henderson with a pass from about midfield to Mane just inside the 18 He's turning his body, somehow shoves the defender away from him, brings it down at his feet so he can strike it on goal, beats the goal in near post. An amazing goal. Uh, And Liverpool goes on to win 1-0. A result you expected, but uh, it felt harder than it needed to be to get there. Uh, That was... The game I was most interested in, but the biggest news of the weekend was uh, Manchester City has been fined uh, and banned, I guess, in a uh, financial fair play violation. Um, they, it was like the European. What is it? The uh, what, what's the name of the the legislative body? It's like the. Ah, I don't have it. Whatever doesn't matter. Uh, they've been banned from the Premier League. It's like the, the court of a arbitration for a sport. It just sounds so fancy. It's like a court of ar- arbitration for a sport. Anyway, um, they've been banned from the Premier, the Champions League, for two years and fined thirty million euros. Uh, at this stage, thirty million euros is kind of like eh. But missing the Champions League for two years would be something significant. That's kind of one of the selling points aside from being on a top club that you get is you can play in this top level. Uh, it's a competition that city is, I don't want to say desperate to win, but they've won the premier league multiple times. They haven't won the champions league. So that's kind of the next thing that they're working towards. That's what their goal is uh, to not be in that competition for two years is a significant band. They're appealing it. Um, If this follows what um, Chelsea's ban, Chelsea got a two-window transfer ban for similar financial fair play. So I don't know the exact rules for financial fair play, Marlo, but essentially it's you can't spend x amount more than your revenue, or it's kind of tied to uh, Uh, tied to your revenue. So you can't just spend into debt, essentially. To to if you're run by I don't know Qatar. Uh, you can't just spend the state's money to build a soccer team like PSG is trying to do. It
0: sounds like like some real accountant stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know that if you got an exact rules, it would be very much that, but it's essentially attempting to say like, you can't just spend non-soccer money on soccer to get a winning team is is what they're trying to get. And it is appearing that what is alleged or I guess, stated now um is that manchester city overseeded their sponsorship money so they shouldn't have been able to spend as much money as they did and they spent that anyway um so that would be the ban uh chelsea got a, a ban for some transfer windows that got reduced in half i don't know if that has any bearing on like if that that's kind of the way it goes you go up to the next level and it's kind of reduced a little bit or if it's just kind of like a uh you either sticks or it goes away uh, as far as the punishment but it's definitely an interesting story it's would be crazy if they are banned from this it changes the Premier League race in crazy ways because now instead of being in fourth place to go to the Champions League you only have to be in fifth place so that opens up a whole new window for somebody uh who didn't think they were going to be able to get in a Champions League spot to get there that's interesting um a lot of Liverpool people are like, we did it the right way, and you know, we built a championship team doing it following the rules. Uh, so there's a lot of kind of uh, thumb their nose at at City for that. So that's been fun. Um, so yeah, good times for Liverpool, tough times for Manchester City. Uh, next week, looking ahead, Marlo, we got uh, lots of soccer for you this week. I know you're going to be excited. I know you're going to be sitting well, at work mid afternoon, like being like, I don't know how I'm going to get to the end of the day. I have the answer for you tomorrow. It's watching soccer at work. Uh, yes. <laughs> Monday we have Chelsea against Manchester United. Uh, Tuesday we'll sprinkle in some Champions League. Liverpool's playing the first round of the uh, first knockout stage against Atletico uh, in uh, in Madrid. Uh, that'll be a very tough game, a tough matchup for Liverpool. Uh, the other game is Dortmund versus PSG. I'd be interested to see what one TNT puts on. That's who covers this. The other one is on. Uh, BR Live. Uh, I would think Liverpool that's probably the bigger name in the United States, but uh, it'd be interesting to see uh, how that goes. So Wednesday, we continue on. Manchester's back to the Premier League, Marlow. Manchester City's playing West Ham to uh, take advantage of their game in hand. And then in the Champions League on Wednesday, we got Tottenham versus RB Leipzig and Atalanta, which is always hard to say as an American. You just want to say Atlanta, but there's an extra and there. Very tough. Uh, versus Valencia. So, obviously, the kind of marquee names are there on Tuesday in the Champions League. Heading into the weekend, I think the marquee matchups are Chelsea and Tottenham and Lesser City versus Manchester City. That's your week in soccer, Marlo. Dang. It'll be a good one. Lots of games Dang. on throughout the week. I'm excited.
0: Super excited. This is going to be a great week of soccer. There you go. Uh, speaking of soccer, yep. um, congrats to Keely and JJ uh, getting married on Saturday. Yeah. JJ Watt that is. So there you go. There's my There you tip. go.
1: Soccer news. Um personal soccer news, Marlowe, my old man league. Oh. We are I haven't confirmed, had an update a long time. Confirmed worst team in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. We played the other worst team in the league and lost.
0: And uh mainly reflection we, time. Was it? Is it reflection time? No this no? You, you, whatever. you, up? you know,
1: I'm just happy to play. I'm just still happy to be active at my advanced age. No, uh, it's still fun. I think we're right there. We were down, uh, two players. So we, we played one player down for most of the game and two players down at the end of the game. Cause our goalie had to leave cause he had to work at 11 o'clock at night. Um, <laughs> yeah. our game started at 10 and he had to leave to go to work. Uh, you know, we're in a tough spot. We need some players to come back from injury. We need some players to come show up at our games for God's sake. <laughs> uh, tough it Ooh. is a tough moment a tough moment um still happy about their playing no tomorrow. that's what that's what it's about it's about the joy of the competition and god hopefully we win one of these freaking things because it's getting annoying joy of the game we have the joy of the game and the win tough times tough times in tough times. Old we got new jerseys they're pink Woo! pink Sweet. uh pink Leicester City jerseys nice. it's their third kits I'm not a big yeah. fan of them we yeah, had we were gonna get some Star Wars ones. There's a uh, a Mexican club team that has like stormtrooper ones. We were gonna get those, but uh, apparently the vendor, uh, knockoff vendor that we get this through, uh, didn't weren't able to produce those. So we would have had to pay like fifty dollars a jersey instead of fifteen. <laughs> we're like, we'll go with the other ones. <laughs> That's okay. We just wear these and lose. So who cares? <laughs> All right, is that it for the corner kick? That's it, that's it. Extended, a little more personal corner kick
0: than normal. All right, sounds good. All right, that's uh, that's it for the corner kick. I think it's going to be it for us. As always, you can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at MarlonJR, Casey at ProfBadgerFan. Casey, you got
1: any last words for him? Well, as always, fellow fans, I hope that all your favorite teams win all the sports.